You've played the missions. But do you really know the lore? We're here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is going to be a little lore episode for the Swarmers. In case you couldn't tell already, I'm your host. I'm, I am Elmist. Hey, I'm Orchid. Hey, Orchid. Hello. We got some podcast info. We encourage feedback. That can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore, at Hey It's Orchid, or at I underscore am underscore Elmist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can find us on Instagram at guardians so flore. You said the thing. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm going to say the thing. I know, but it's half the time you don't. And you like shame me for putting the thing in the thing. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> you can also leave a review wherever you find the podcast. And if you do, let us know about it. Uh, you could do that by jumping into our Discord. The invite is in the episode description, but if you want to type it out, it's discord.gg slash lorehub. And finally, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, Finger Guns. Along with the Finger Guns, we're going to thank, you know, our, our subscribers, Valaragna, Linkman22, Curse Breaking, Reckoner, Warlock, Doom, and Unnamed Guardian. Less than three. But we have a new subscriber. <gasps> so thank you to, and I'm I'm probably going to butcher this, so please let me know if I do. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So y'all want a badass intro for the new subscriber? Yeah, I could swing something. <laughs> Fire Bayard. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yay! Thank you. You too can go to Ko-Fi and then give us money. We would appreciate <laughs> it. And you can find our info on thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. We're still there. Yeah, we are. Most of the time. Yeah. Except when I'm tired, then we're not. So, uh, this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle. Oh, this is my part. Um, people have been saying some real dumb shit on Twitter about wanting a new game engine or never wanting Bungie to make a new game. Stop being so fucking stupid. I can't handle people being so stupid. Like, please go enjoy the nice weather. Touch some fucking grass. Grow a brain cell. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. Like, stop it. I can't do it. I think. Go play some other games. Like the new Jedi game came out. Like, go play that. Dado made a really great game. Like, he made a great video. Go watch that. I was trying to figure out how to bring that up. Oh, no. Just say, go watch the video. It's good. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out how to bring that up because I actually agree with everything Dado said. Mm-hmm. Which usually doesn't happen when he has hot takes like that. But I know. Wild, right? Right. But aside from that... Guardian Games is coming back. It looks the same as last year and the year before and the year before. But for anybody who is just waiting on Guardian Games for their Reveler seal. <gasps> like me. You'll be able to get it. I'm so excited. I have been waiting all year to get this seal. I am stoked. Like, I've worked my butt off to get all the other seals so I can get my Reveler seal. Oh my gosh. Like, once I get it, I kind of don't want to take it off ever again because I'm like, look at me doing all the holiday stuff and not doing any of the other stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, yeah, like I could get the Crucible seals, which I have, but I'd rather would have this one. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Look at me grinding like three weeks out of every season for no reason at all, oh except to have the holiday seals. Oh my God, right? <laughs> like, forget the seasonal seal, the holiday seal is where it's at, right? Yeah. Like, I do have to say, like, the Star Baker seal is so meaningful and so good for people who watch, like, Great British Bake Off. Like, they have these little bits in it that, um, like, allude to GBBO. And I'm just, I want to put my seal on my apron and, like, wear it when I'm baking. And and you can. And it's just, like, so good. I'm going to. It's going to be the first time I don't keep my seal, like, in the box. All of my seals are in my boxes, like with the little like write up that came with it. Okay. I have a stack of seals next to my bed. I have like 25 seals or something, and they're all next to my bed. Ease. And they're not on my bedstand, like bedside table. They're on my partner's bedside table. They're all just stacked there. <laughs> because I don't know how what to do with them. They're just there. So so the way I look at it, like, well, you don't because they're all in boxes. Well, <laughs> well no, like the, the way I'm, I'm looking at it, it, it's something you bought because you and you wanted to enjoy it. So enjoy it however you want. And a lot of people tend to forget that, like myself included. So, yeah, if you want to put it on your apron, put it on your apron. Yeah. I th- you know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. It's it's funny that we all like we tend to forget that kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Like we go into video games or movies or books and and we hyper fixate on, you know, what it should be because, you know, that's our expectation, but like we we get so in like the details that we forget that it's just supposed to be enjoyed. To so enjoy it right. however you want. Yeah. But I really like it. I almost want to like keep it on my desk so I can see it all the time. And this but. has been Life Lessons with Elemist. Life uh. Lessons with Elemist? <laughs> God. It's like the one time you can teach me something, senpai. Just listen to Podcast Dad. So- Podcast Dad. Oh. Oh. Uh, little no- oh my god uh, uh lore network ad yeah lore network ad let's since, go since i'm like stumbling over myself now oh no you're so you're, you're so adorable shut up lore network ad do you know what that twago was really short too yeah that was <laughs> we're sitting at eight minutes rindle yeah rindle lol <laughs> The Lore Network. This again. Hello, Master, and welcome back to the At Homemade Cafe. I will once again be your maid host, Rendell, and I hope that you have had an enjoyable time with us in the past. Uh, I really don't understand why I'm stuck with this. Have you been enjoying the podcast, my lord? Well, if you have, might I recommend supporting us on Ko-Fi? There are all kinds of perks for doing so, including a unique role in the Lore Hub Discord access to our show notes, and listening in while Elemist and Orchid record, along with having your name shining up in lights with every episode we do. It's thanks to listeners like you that we've been able to increase our production value, and we would love to increase it ever more with your assistance. Like, seriously, you want me to actually get paid to do this? This, this is your chance. In the meantime... Might I interest you in your usual omurice with Doki Doki written nodded in ketchup? Uwu finger guns. Kiss, kiss, fall in love. I hope you're happy, Orchid. So, how was that ad? 
really short. How about you tell us what that little lore is about? So, some lore isn't pressed neatly into lore books, but they add to the overall universe of Destiny. So we're going to use these little lore episodes to do a dive into these individual lore tabs. These specific ones are the Swarmers. Uh, How it's obtained is that these are warlock exotic booties (laughs) that you can get when finishing the legendary campaign for Lightfall. If you... If you didn't get them by doing the legendary campaign, like I wasn't going to do legendary campaign on Hunter or Warlock. Um, I believe you can get them from Lost Sectors, like Legend Lost Sectors uh-huh. and um, the Vex Strike event. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. That's how I got the Stasis Hands. Yes, uh, the Vex Strike uh, force event is supposed to be on a knockout list now. Oh, so any, that's so cool. So anything that you are missing, it will drop. Neat. A- outside of like raid exotics or quest exotics, like those will not drop. But right. anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to read this. Uh, Lord. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Beware the promise of a wanderer. Listen, my child, and come to behold of what came to pass in our histories of old. Before Niamuna was the city you know, our defenses were weak, our security near show. The vex they did plague us, though we knew not, filled our cloud arc with viruses and carnage they wrought. In the depths of our suffering, a Trojan did come. The Axis mind, Aesop, promised us but a crumb. Of course, I will lead these vermin away. I will heal your network, keep the viruses at bay. In exchange, you will give me one simple thing. I ask only for loyalty. Think of me as your king. Aesop the Sovereign, as he called himself then, made his promise of refuge he'd be safe once again the people refused aesop's bargain precluded think of your dear children a threat was eluded the people held fast aesop's menace ignored and upon them he unleashed his digital horde the children went dark their connection was severed We knew then we had lost Niamuna's most treasured. Aesop withdrew and left us to mourn. I'll return one day. To us, he did warn. Since then, we have labored each day and each night to keep our cloud arc safe, locked up good and tight. Should Aesop return, he'll be met with a wall, the most powerful, vigilant, and mighty of all. And to all a good night. Lol. <laughs> so, working from the beginning, before the actual city of Neomuna was there, you know, our defenses were weak. Our security mere show. So, like, they didn't have any actual defenses against any invaders, including the Vex, which they did say, you know, they did plague us. Though we knew not. I don't think it's really the city you know. I think it's really like. I'm thinking it's the infrastructure itself. Like the the digital front. I think it's really. This is Blue Jay. Yes. And what he created. And this is what I alluded to in the last episode that we were doing. And the horrible, awful story of what happened. Yes. And their battles, because we know that uh, Niamuna was at war with the Vex after they set up the Cloud Arc, because the Ishtar Collective probably did some real sussy shit when they got there. And they discovered, they're like, oh, there's this thing that we can just plug ourselves into, question mark? 
<laughs> I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> they just plug themselves into shit. Like the Ishar Collective is always doing that. That's their thing. Like <laughs> Blue Jay, check in. No, they did that on Venus. Like that's their thing. They, they did. They did. They fucking love that. They're just like jack in. So <laughs> it's the matrix for them. They're just like sticking their brains into stuff. Cyberpunk 2077, just Ishtar Collective 2077. I yeah. Like you're you're not wrong. I, I, I don't know. like it, but you're not wrong. Right? I'm not wrong because like Th- those guys just like do not know when to stop dick they they, they don't you, they never quit do you <laughs> like hawthorne needs to go and talk to the ishtar collective you never quit do you just to jack it off right into <laughs> copied yourself into the vex network took right? off neomuna <laughs> and now you're taking care of some axis mind in the cloud arc right but they probably did some sort of a fuckery and because that's what they like to do. Yeah. And when Blue Jay expanded the cloud arc and and we know from the last episode that we did that um, and that was in the cloud strider, the cloud strider legacies. If you're well, episode 168, if you want to go back and listen to it. What are you doing listening to this episode? Go listen to that episode. <laughs> it was in the actual The Blue Jay one and not the Conrad Jane one in the in the preschool sounding one. Uh, it, so the third entry. The third entry. It said, and when he made his game in there, he also learned that the Vex used the Cloud Arc too. They could not get in, but the cloud arc was so strong they could use it to do their work for them, even from the outside, using the force of the veil to turn their own machines, like when the wind turns a turbine. So we know the Vex can use the cloud arc to do their own stuff. And Blue Jay learned that he could jump from the cloud arc to the Vex network, like splicing. So he inadvertently learned how to splice into the Vex network like we can. Yeah. So he does a Mithrax into the Vex network, right? Yep. So we're all we're all caught up with this. Yeah. Yeah. And sabotage their machines from the inside. Like from this from his reading, it says he scared them and they ran away from the swarmers. It looks like Aesop stole the children and disconnected them when they were in there. And so if you disconnect people while they're plugged in, do you think it actually kills them? Because their consciousness is plugged in? I hope not. But if they're like digitally inside the thing. But like I I could I could see it going that route. And and that's primarily because like your mind like your essence in your mind is just electrical impulses so like if you're sending those impulses into something else and there's a disconnect in the network if we're talking it and you disconnect something from the network it's still gonna work but it's gonna have a ton of issues right so like it could be that it it could cause a ton of mental issues um it could range to like actual physical harm, um, like paralysis or something. Mm-hmm. It could range even to death. Like it's we don't know. It says here the children went dark. Their connection was severed. We knew then we had lost Neomuna's most treasured. So it, that leads me to believe that it's either they just flat out died, mm-hmm. or they got severely injured and were like in comas or something that's just yeah because uh, it says here asap withdrew and left us to mourn i'll return one day to us he did warn since then we mm-hmm. have labored each day and each night to keep our cloud arc safe locked up good and tight 
should Aesop return, he'll be met with a wall, the most powerful, vigilant, and mighty of all. So yeah, like, essentially Aesop got into the Cloud Ark, killed a bunch of kids, and then retreated, and that caused the Neomuni people to double down on building up those defenses. Yeah. I mean, here's this. This is from the book Last Days. This is Kaya's. This part says, that's a common misconception. She tried for weeks to dispel this one, but the term cryo had caught on and was too easy. It's more like a hibernation will lower your body temperature and metabolic activity, but your mind will remain active in the cloud arc. Oh, I used to do some arcing back in my day. Been a while, though. Mostly just use the AV stuff to visit the great-grandkids. So it looks like they'll just stay awake. And they don't... They don't... They're not frozen. And they're just in hibernation. Yeah. And their brain is still awake. That's that's how it seems. So, like, yeah. essentially, it would end up being that their mind is still going, but it there's a huge disconnect between the mind and the body. Right. It, it's almost like they sever that connection. Yeah. There's another one in here in the same book, uh, in the Gwyneth uh, entry towards the end. They're talking about having hangovers <laughs> from drinking, <laughs> which is very funny. And they were talking about having kids in cryo and how that would even work. And someone says, in my experience, it works very well. And I'm like, I don't, how do you have kids in cryo? And so it leads me to believe if you're in cryo, like, are they digital children? Like, it's either digital children or um, some really Fucked up shit is happening. I mean, you could like have a science baby like I do in The Sims. Like you just click a button and say have science baby. And then you just like appear with a baby. And there you go. You have science baby. I mean, it's not as easy as it is in The Sims, I'm sure. But like, I'm sure you just make a science baby. You don't have to like fuck and hold it you could just like put it in a bubble and like have it in a bubble in a lab somewhere you don't have to like make it because it's the future why the fuck would you have to put it in your body at that point science i mean yeah right i don't know kids are not for me and and like i'm i'm hoping that it is that that way because yeah my initial thought was much more dark Oh Much no! More fucked up. Oh no no no! I was just thinking science baby, or like a digital child, like it, it's that kind of thing. And then there's another one like this is says, did none of you read the pamphlet? Your brain still runs off the meat. All the cryo does is slow all your biological processes, so you still have hangovers, and they're five times as long. Oh, that's fucked up. That sucks. This is a great lore book. We'll actually have to do this one because there's a whole um, entry about trying to make a restaurant with digital eggs. <laughs> it's wild. Like, and wait, so that that five times as long thing, like that also means yeah. periods for for uh, yeah females are five times longer. And well, you can also just take medication so you like don't have them. That's fair. Yeah. Like you can have them like once a year. That's that's fair. Like twice a year. And I'm sure at that point they can just make them not ever happen. And if you're in cryo, like you could just have them like once every five years. So honestly, we did have that question of like, how long do they live? If their metabolic processes are slowed down that much, they could live five times as long. Yeah. So they could be like 500 years old. And they already live and, a long time because they're like golden age humans. Well, and, and we also don't even know if that actually is five. Like, I, this is a distinction for me in my head. Mm-hmm. 
we don't know if they, they that's you know 500 years for earth years or neomuna years or no i'm going to use earth years because right. that's earth years i'm using earth years right no that that makes sense and i would use that too i'm just saying like time could pass differently there one Neptune year is 165 Earth years. And that's that's why I'm Which is why it's one Earth that, year, probably. That's why I'm making that distinction, because like it's it is an important distinction to make. Well, if you then say that like if one arc strider lives for ten years, that's one thousand six hundred and fifty years on Earth. And they've had how many cloud striders at that point? Yeah. Like that room is real big. Yeah. And that is way more time than has been on Earth since the fall of Earth. Yeah. And like the collapse. So that's not possible. So it's got to be Earth years and not like human years. I mean, it could be like an amalgam of the two, but it can't possibly be like one neptune year or 10 neptune years like per arc strider or not arc strider sorry i'm thinking i'm thinking hunters at the moment like per cloud strider that's ludicrous but no like that that is that is a good point yeah anyway um so the children were kidnapped by a vex mind named Aesop. that's wild yeah. Aesop's tales are pretty bad here. Yeah, so why do you think they picked the name Aesop? Do you think it was based on the name of like Aesop the fable because this oh, is kind of a fable? Absolutely. The the way that the Vex specifically have been characterized throughout all of Destiny is that it's mythical creatures you know goblins hobgoblins hydras and and even like wyverns now like mm -hmm. they're all creatures of myth so like aesop you know aesop's fables is just that it's it's fables they're tales stories right um, for, for kids so like i'm looking at this as maybe they the the Axis Mind didn't actually have a name, so they just created one, or they, like they didn't know what its name was, so they just created it. Or right, and I'm probably like way off base on that. I don't know. I mean, Aesop actually comes from like Aesopos is like the actual Greek name. I took ancient like classical history when i was at boarding school so i actually learned about this motherfucker um so he's from the sixth century bc and um he was definitely famous for shit like the tortoise and the hare and other stuff like that uh he was actually a slave on the island of samos and that is all that is known about him so there you go okay then yeah. <laughs> Things I learned in school. <laughs> All right. My right. parents would be so proud of me. <laughs> but I think you're totally right. Like 100%. It's probably that. Definitely the goblin, hobgoblin. They're definitely like the baddies. Yeah. And have always been like alluding to a mythical kind of enemy i guess they're definitely more mythical than any of the other enemies that we fight like even the hive at this point are not mythical they're more fantastical yes and there is a difference between like the mythical and the fantastical and and even then i would highly classify them as like fantasy horror yeah definitely but um, I think you're absolutely correct that the the Vex are definitely like mythical creatures. If we had to classify them as anything. 
Um, so yeah, Aesop in the, calling himself a king in this, a sovereign at that. Like, yeah, the audacity mm-hmm. of this bitch. Right? What a fucker. Um, which other Axis mines do we know? Do you know any off the top of your head? Uh, I believe Penoptes was an Axis mind. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I'm trying to think. We have like Brachion is one. Oh, that was a Genesis mind, but that was a that was an Axis mind though, right? Uh, the prohibitive mind. Um, Secreon. Dendron. Is that it's a root mind? Uh, does Cory account? I I don't know. I think Cory accounts. That's Coria Blade Transform, also known as a Dreaming Mind. It's a Vex Axis Mind Hydra that was taken by Oryx, the Taken King. Look at that. But Which yeah, other ones? The Templar in... Um, yep. That's one. That's an Axis Mind. If you've done Vogue, that's an Axis Mind. Uh, Atheon, our favorite Times Belly Button. I... I That's an access mind. I don't know if he is. I think he is. Uh, Destinypedia says that he is the access mind. Okay. Rank access mind ultra. I think that comes from a time where like all ultra enemies were access minds for the Vex. I think it probably was in Destiny 1. The picture they use for him though on Destinypedia is the one that I wooed. Uh, and made really horrible. The Destiny 2 <laughs> one is way better. I should update that in Uwu, the Destiny 2 one as well. But I think you're probably right. I think a lot of the Destiny 1 Ultras were probably all just considered access mines. There's probably like more nuance to it now. So like Secreon, the Nexus Mind, was an access mind. Right, yeah. The Prohibitive mm-hmm. Mind. Right. So I think probably ones that are more like Coria are probably access mines and probably not things like Atheon because Atheon's just a giant minotaur. Now, now it really boils down to like what the actual difference. Because now I don't know. Like, well, no, so like- I don't know what the difference is because like this giant guy that we're talking about, this Aesop, like. What kind of fucking audacity does he have calling himself a sovereign coming in and stealing fucking children? Because this poem that I'm assuming some Nia Moon in preschool Blues Clues motherfucker wrote, think of your dear children, a threat was eluded. Like, and then I'll return one day. Like, this guy is out here making threats, being a jerk. Like, Okay. What a guy. Okay. So on Destinypedia. Yeah. Axis mines are powerful Vex units with the ability to control masses of other Vex units. They are to carry out a specific goal as they are distributions of the Vex collective mind. Axis mines most commonly take on the form of minotaurs or hydras, though there are also hobgoblins and harpies that hold this position, such as the Gorgons in Vault of Glass. So the Gorgons okay. are Axis Mines. Okay. Um, there's the Divisive Mind. There's Dendron, the Root Mind. Um, mm-hmm. Brachion, the Genesis Mind. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot, yeah, looking at this, a lot of them have Mind in their name or title. Okay. So I think Mind is the the denomination okay of a vex and then whatever that first part is is their function Uh uh-huh so like brachion was the genesis mind so like genesis being creation of like the pyramidian okay or at least that's that's how i'm taking it tecton the constructive mind because I'm thinking of like Panoptes, because Panoptes was mentioned, the infinite, the mind, infinite mind from the infinite forest, which if you played the beginning of D2, you would definitely remember Panoptes. 
um because you fight that guy um at the end of uh, curse of osiris rip (laughs) um that was kind of like the main guy in curse of osiris like you fight him at the end of curse of osiris like jumping on those man cannons like back and forth i so totally like towards the end do you remember that like when they when they had the the live stream for like the curse of osiris preview they were yeah. like, oh yeah, we we did some of the the story missions, and those are going to end up being strikes. I totally thought that that final mission against Panoptes was going to be a strike. That ended up being an adventure, I think. Something like that. Because you could do that as an adventure. Um, I remember they had another one. What was that? The Dendron, uh, the Garden World. Yeah. Strike that had a root mind in it. Dendron was a root mind. Uh, the sac- sanctified mind from Garden oh, of yeah, Salvation. Oh yeah, there's another one. Mm-hmm. And God, they had so many minds. So it's like this guy's not even special because there's a whole fucking list of them. Aesop is just like some dude. To be fair, like, uh-huh. how many have just regular civilians taken down? True. I don't think any of them have. zero of them have gone after actual just dead ass humans so like have been like i'm gonna steal your children so like to be fair oh my god yeah like i don't think protheon would come out and be like hey guys i'm gonna steal your wives right yeah okay that's pretty although protheon totally could yeah he could I love but that strike. I don't think he's going to. I love that strike, and I'm afraid of how they're going to ch- change it. Uh, yeah, rough. Man. Oh, hey, Argos, the planetary core. Oh, that is was that one? Eater of Worlds. That was from, yeah, Eater, yeah. We just talked about that, like, in another recent episode. That was an Axis Mind. Oh, I didn't even consider that as an axis minded. I just thought like Argus was its own dude. I'm starting to think that like if it actually had a unique name, it was an axis mind. I just, hmm, I don't know. Like Argus was different because he was like sucked into the Leviathan's belly. Like when the Leviathan was turning planets into wine. There is also the fact that, like, it's a lot of the higher-end unique models. So, like, Argos, Atheon, um, Belmon, Brachion, Hmm. Sanctified Mind, uh, Quiria. A lot of them have unique models in some way. And a lot of these sound like they're, they're Greek. Yeah. And I think that comes back to the whole um, Aesop, the whole, yeah, the whole mythical enemy. Especially when you take into consideration, you know, Gorgons and Harpies Mm -hmm. and Minotaurs. Yeah. Hydras. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. (laughs) You're right with the whole like Greek idea. Yeah. Nailed it. We really did a whole ADHD like long ass like path into the marshes on this one to get to that point we did yeah but it was worth but i it. think it's like yeah but um i think it's interesting considering the different vex minds there are yeah especially with this guy that we have never heard of before coming out here with the audacity to be like i'm gonna steal your children and then like does and they're gone. Right. And then all we hear about then from Blue Jay, he shuts down the Vex isometry and lost friends because he does say in the next entry from his Blue Jay, from the Conrad Jane entry that we talked about last week. Because if you remember from your, your lovely Weez to support the public need, not as some playground which your accent was so good. 
your like Kentucky Fried accent. That is like my favorite thing that you do. Between that and your like Saint Fourteen, <laughs> those are my two favorites. Um, and Rindle just like doing his just he whenever he acts he's just like turns it up to 12 and it was so amazing it was so good and he says uh play you bastard i lost friends shutting down the vex isometry you wouldn't be sitting there and so something happened whatever conrad did something happened and so i don't know if that's involved with this as well but he's done like multiple things and I don't know if the children are involved with that. I don't like shutting I, that down as well. I don't think I don't it think is so yet, but like there's a bunch of like Vex stuff that's involved with them, like coming through some back door, like in the cloud arc in the fact that yeah. like this Aesop, like just straight up took children and now they have to <clears throat> maintain some like high level firewall. So they can't do that. Right. And like I, alarming, I I don't think at this point that it, it is actually some like I don't think at this point any of the kids are lost or anything yet, and and that's because like he had he hadn't converted the cloud arc yet, right? Like he hadn't laid the groundwork so that they could you know turn it into a playground. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I as of the entries from last week, I don't think any of that happened at at what would be this point. Mhm. Anywho, final thoughts. Um I wonder if this if this Aesop, I'm wondering if it has anything to do with like the witness at all. I don't think so. Because uh, I, I don't think the Vex on Neomuna are soul divisive. And if not, then I'm wondering if we will see Aesop later in the year. I'm pretty sure we will. Like, this is this feels like another one of those, hey, remember a name mm-hmm. kind of situations. Yeah. So I, I, I think we will. The it's really interesting that and this is just me like kind of spitballing for a second. Okay. That the Vex I'm thinking to like when we did the mission for the exotic machine gun and the one that made me so fucking irate and they're like, oh hey, look, the Vex actually like totally made the heart of the Black Garden. Like ha 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 ha. And I'm like, nah. Um, like just break off the lore of destiny and um, I remember, but it's if that's the nature of the Vex to just like make a thing and replicate a thing that they don't understand, like you don't understand the veil, make a veil. If you don't understand like the darkness, make the darkness. If you don't understand X, make make an X. Like absolutely, because then if you don't understand the witness, make a witness. Absolutely, because then for one thing, if you don't understand how the original works, building a replica and having it function exactly the same way is going to teach you how it works. Right. And there's the fact that now you've made a complete replica you can study it more. Right. It's like when Aston Martin uh, built their own Red Bull and decided that that was their new car. They're like, (laughs) oh, hey, now we have a car for this year. It looks just like the Red Bull and functions like the Red Bull. We'll just paint it green. No one's going to notice. It's fine. They said sarcastically. Anyway. I mean, um, I mean, it's really kind of weird the Vex have never, like, really threatened people before. No. And that's, like, fucking bizarre behavior. But, like, the witness has. 
And Rolk sure fucking has. Yeah. Rolk sure as shit has stolen children before. Right? And and taught them how to be murderers. Yep. Right. I mean, if they're trying to understand how that works, then maybe they're just uh, copying the behavior because they're trying to understand. And see, I I think it's I think it's more than that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm being super basic and because I don't understand either. So I'm just trying to like figure it out well, cause, out loud cause, without any notes. And well, because like it's it's the it's the sole divisive. I'm using my dumb brain hole to like make noises, so I don't really know what I'm saying. But I mean, like maybe it's it's the sole divisive faction of the the vex that that the smart ones. It. The Black Garden ones. Yeah, the ones with the the MacGuffin. Right. They are the yeah. ones that would be part of the Witnesses' army. All the other ones aren't. And I don't think any of the ones that are on Neomuna have moss growing on them. So they're not part of the Soul Divisive. Right, but we haven't seen Aesop. That's fair. Just because the ones that are on Neomuna right now aren't doesn't mean Aesop isn't a soul divisive. That is fair. And I mean, just because a soul divisive decided to have like the forest skin doesn't mean like other soul divisive don't have the forest skin. I mean, like, I mean, it's not that's not how they work. But right. you know what I mean? Like whenever we've seen Soul Divisive outside the, they the always Black Garden, have the forest they always skin. Have yeah, mm-hmm. that's how we tell them apart. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even though they're not the prettiest ones, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I don't know. It was just a thought because uh, I don't know because I feel like it has something to do with like the witness and them copying shit because that's what they do. They just copy stuff. Because they don't have an original, like, goo in their body. They don't have bones. So I can't say bone in their body. They have an original goo in their body. (laughs) Shout outs. (laughs) We did. Okay. So we always say our favorite exotic for the exotic class, right? Mm-hmm. And these are exotic boots, but I actually have to say I made my very first build all on my own. Oh. I usually just copy other people's builds with swarmers. Nice. And they're kind of fun. So I'm going to shout out swarmers. They're pretty good. Nice. Like people are kind of sleeping on them because everyone's like, yeah, they're kind of dumb. Like they are kind of dumb. They're super ugly. But, like, you know, you just got to put the right shader on them. You just have to, like, give them a little love. Like, they're not that bad. They're not great. There are better exotics. But, like, man, they're, you just got to, like, figure out what you want to do. Like, really high grenade, like, respawn. You just got to, like, really use a bunch of grenades. Just, like, throw grenades. Like, lots and lots of grenades. Ask yourself, have you thrown all the grenades you could? Yeah. Just like really emulate shacks, but it's a lot of fun. Like I played with Elemis and Rindle last night. Was it last night that we played? Uh, two nights ago. Yeah, two nights ago. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I had a really good time. Uh, we did a bunch of stuff. We got Rindle um, Vex Caliber. Yeah, we did. So he didn't have it yet, and it's like almost the end of the season. But I'm really glad we got it for him. And um, like we did, we did a bunch of fun stuff together. So we we dragged like, his ass through that mission. Yeah, we did, but it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad we did. We had a really good time. Um, so it was the three of us playing. But I got to use my new swarmer build, and it was like really great. I had a really good time. It was fun so. to watch. Yeah, <laughs> there was threadlings everywhere. Yep. Threadlings everywhere. Oh my god! Like my little babies were everywhere. <laughs> anyway, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna be a little more bolt, uh, boring. Okay. 
My favorite or my my shout out is to the Lion Rampants. Lion Rampants are great. Um, Why is that boring? They're so good. It, it's literally the the jumping exotic for Titans. You can go so far with them, though. Oh, and I do. Pairing that with uh, Thundercrash and with how I've mastered the, the Titan jump, like, I can go so fucking far. Really? Those exotics, or that, that exotic is the whole reason I was able to get Two flawless clears of Crown of Sorrow. Really? The jumping puzzle? Oh, yeah. You didn't, no, that makes sense. You didn't have sense. to actually do the jumping puzzle. That Yeah, that makes sense. Everybody was talking about how they, they had an awesome 15-minute break, and I'm sitting here like, I gotta pee, you fuckers. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> oh. Good choice. I, I just, I, I love them. And they look so amazing with uh, one of the the ornaments. I forget which ornament, but. I am really hoping they swiftly come out with an ornament for Swarmers because I want to use them more, but I really don't like how they look. They're just like so busy. Like I'd really like just really clean kind of plain looking ones. Like I really like the way transversive steps look. Like, just kind of glowy and a little plain, because then they can be worn yeah. with anything. And these are just, like, so busy. It's like, I hope you, like, filigree and bullshit, because that's what you're getting with these. <laughs> like, why? Like, oh, God, there are just so many. Anyway, do you want to give reminders and special thanks? Yeah. This is the part of the episode we like to give special thanks. The audio for this episode was produced by Rindel Zivas. You can find him at Rindel Zivas. The artwork and music in this episode is copyright Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. And if you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They are the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter. There it is. Thank you, Baxter. I couldn't unmute myself. It wouldn't work. Shut up. I was just sitting here like, wait for it. Wait for it. Are, are they not going to do it? It was coming. Ooh. That's what she said. God damn it. Squish. Uh, so final reminders. You can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore, at Hey It's Orchid, or at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can find us on Instagram at guardianssoflore. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. Uh, or, you know what? Jump into our Discord. The invite is in the episode description, but if you want to type it out, it's discord.gg slash lorehub. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, finger guns. Yes, thank you so much, finger guns. Mm -hmm. All right, say goodnight, Orchid. Goodnight, Orchid. Yes, I am corrupting you. Uh, are you, though? <laughs> corrupting you with my dad jokes. Oh, God. Okay, fuck capitalism. Go home. Take care, everyone. Good night, otters. Our hair. What? Well, they are. Yeah, that's true.